0: Section twenty eight of The Columbian Orator by Caleb Bingham. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Columbian Orator by Caleb Bingham. Section twenty eight. Lord Manfield's speech in support of a bill for preventing delays of justice by reason of privilege of Parliament. Seventeen seventy my lords i have waited with patience to hear what arguments might be urged against the bill but i have waited in vain the truth is there is no argument that can weigh against it the justice and expediency of the bill are such as render itself evident it is a proposition of that nature that can neither be weakened by argument nor entangled with sophistry we all know that the very soul and essence of trade are regular payments and sad experience teaches that there are men who will not make their regular payments without the compulsive power of the laws the law then ought to be equally open to all any exemption to particular men or particular ranks of men is in a free and commercial country a solecism of the grossest nature I will not trouble your lordships with arguments for that which is sufficiently evident without any i shall only say a few words to some noble lords who foresee much inconveniency from the persons of their servants being liable to be arrested one noble lord observes that the coachman of a peer may be arrested while he is driving his master to the house and consequently he will not be able to attend his duty in parliament if this were actually to happen there are so many ways by which the member might still get to the house that i can hardly think the noble lord is serious in his objection another noble peer said that by this bill we might lose our most valuable and honest servants this i hold to be a contradiction in terms for he can neither be a valuable servant nor an honest man who gets into debt which he is neither able nor willing to pay till compelled by law if my servant by unforeseen accidents has run into debt and i still wish to retain him i certainly would pay the debt but upon no principle of liberal legislation whatever can my servant have a title to set his creditors at defiance while for forty shillings only the honest tradesman may be torn from his family and locked up in a jail it is a monstrous injustice i flatter myself however the determination of this day will entirely put an end to all such partial proceedings for the future by passing into a law the bill now under your lordship's consideration i come now to speak upon what indeed i would have gladly avoided had i not been particularly pointed at for the part i have taken in this bill it has been said by a noble lord on my left hand that i likewise am running the race of popularity if the noble lord means by popularity that applause bestowed by after ages on good and virtuous actions i have long been struggling in that race but if he mean that mushroom popularity which is raised without merit and lost without a crime he much mistakes in his opinion i defy the noble lord to point out a single action of my life where the popularity of the times ever had the smallest influence on my determinations i have a more permanent and steady rule for my conduct the dictates of my own breast those who have forgone that pleasing adviser and given up their mind to be the slave of every popular impulse i sincerely pity i pity them still more if their vanity leads them to mistake the shouts of a mob for the trumpet of fame experience might inform them that many who have been saluted with the huzzas of a crowd one day have received their execrations the next and many who by the popularity of their times have been held up as spotless patriots have nevertheless appeared upon the historian's page when truth has triumphed over delusion the assassins of liberty why then the noble lord can think i am ambitious of present popularity that echo of folly and shadow of renown i am at a loss to determine besides i do not know that the bill now before your lordships will be popular it depends much upon the caprice of the day it may not be popular to compel people to pay their debts and in that case the present must be a very unpopular bill it may not be popular neither to take away any of the privileges of parliament for i very well remember and many of your lordships may remember that not long ago the popular cry was for the extension of privilege and so far did they carry it at that time that it was said that the privilege protected members even in criminal actions nay such was the power of popular prejudices over weak minds that the very decisions of some of the courts were tinctured with that doctrine it was undoubtedly an abominable doctrine i thought so then and think so still but nevertheless it was a popular doctrine and came immediately from those who were called the friends of liberty how deservedly time will show true liberty in my opinion can only exist when justice is equally administered to all to the king and to the beggar where is the justice then or where is the law that protects a member of Parliament more than any other man from the punishment due to his crimes, the laws of this country allow of no place nor any employment to be a sanctuary for crimes and Where I have the honour to sit as judge, neither royal favour nor popular applause shall ever protect the guilty End of section twenty eight